Welcome to the fifth installment of Council Chat. Today we're joined by Vice Mayor Cindy Claycomb. Cindy, what a beautiful day. Can you believe this is November? I mean, I know with everything going on in the world right now, we at least cannot complain about the Kansas weather, can we? I know, I know, yeah. It's, it is gorgeous. Sunny and a nice temperature. So, so you know, uh, uh, Jeff, this past week we did several things. We discussed improvements to, to uh, Anna Street, and I think that's in your district, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's something that uh, Mike Strelo, he's, he's been talking to me about it for a couple of years now. He actually brought his business in from outside of Wichita. And, you know, so much of that Western Corridor is full right now. We really don't have a lot of other land. That's why we're looking at doing improvements down there to K42 and West Street on South so that we continue that that um, workhorse for the state of Kansas as far as West Street and the industrial footprint down there. But Mike has so much truck traffic coming down his road. He got together with all the neighbors and they basically signed a petition. Um, they're paying for, I believe, 95% of that. The city is pitching in 5% of that to pay for some drainage improvements and stuff that we need to be done. But I think this is a great, um, great for the businesses down there. Hopefully help the traffic flow a little bit better and just, just always glad whenever people get together and, and want to make their area better, whether it's a residential or whether it's an industrial corridor like this. Yeah, I think that's a great example of that. Like you say, bringing, you know, folks getting together and figuring out how to get something done. Um, we also approved a state revolving fund loan for the Northwest Water Treatment Facility and the construction. And construction is slated to begin next week. So if we keep this good weather, right, we'll, we, they'll actually start construction on that. That's and exciting. Yeah, I know it is exciting. And we approved an agreement with the Kansas Department of Transportation for improvements to the North Junction. You know, the North Junction has been um, kind of a problem intersection of four major highways coming together for quite some time. And I know people talk about being able to get through that intersection faster, but really this is a public safety issue. So, so, so both of those that you bring up with the Northwest Water Treatment Center, as well as the North Junction. This has been, our partners in Washington, D.C., our elected officials here, um, we've, we've worked diligently with them and they've really carried the water on this for us, water literally carrying it for us, <laughs> but getting us the federal, uh, federal funds, getting us the kind of terms where we're paying such low interest on these projects, years and years of deferred interest. I mean, these are things that, you know, I, I love seeing our federal tax dollars come back here to support Wichita and support our infrastructure. And I know you, you know, you, you played an active participant on both of those. And thank you. It's, it's going to be great for the city. And I'm excited to see where we're going with these. Yeah, me too. Me too. One other thing I, I want to get into what we're looking at next week. But, you know, I just I got to give a shout out. Last Saturday, we got together with the students from West High and several different neighborhood associations, Delano Neighborhood Association. I know you work closely with those vice, those folks, Vice Mayor, and as well as Southwest Neighborhood Association. We had 175 lunches that we served. Um, a couple of us contributed out of our campaigns to help pay for that. But we, we, we provided lunch there at, at the arena. We started out at 730 in the morning at West High. Hundreds of students there. And it was so exciting because I, I guess I hadn't looked at the fact that these kids have not seen each other since last March. Yeah. So here they are together. They've been doing all their classes online and they virtually got to see each other. They got to work, um, work together and they did so much good for the neighborhoods. I've always thought that neighborhood cleanups are the best bang for the buck. I don't know what the final count is, but I know we had 
well over a hundred mattresses, maybe a couple hundred mattresses and just the neighborhood coming together to clean it up. And I'm, I'm excited to do this again. So just shout out to everybody that helped contribute to that. Yeah, that's fantastic. What a fantastic event for that neighborhood. So next week we're discussing the Riverside TIFFs. And I know that you've worked hard on this and I'll let you go further into that. Yeah. Um, you know, this is an, an area about 11th and Amadon and uh, for years, I've received complaints about this property, just um, traffic from the prior use, stickers in the grass, even the city-owned parcels that were just really unusable for recreation. It used to be a facility for kids, and there would be runaway kids who kind of were hid in the neighborhood, and, and then just a lot of blight, a lot of trash, graffiti, break-ins, camping around there. And so uh, some builders came forward and bought that property, and at first they were thinking about doing a lot of... Um, a rental area there with duplexes and a tower apartment building. And the neighborhood um, came forward and said, you know, we just really don't think that fits with our neighborhood. And we had lots of meetings with the neighborhood association, with the neighbors that live right there on Amadon. And so the builders really listened to that. And they're going in there with for sale homes, bungalow type homes that really fit with the neighborhood. And I think that's fantastic. Out of that with the TIF, what the neighborhood gets is a trailhead park and improvements to the trail there. So lighting for the trail. And if we have any additional money, we also might do some um, striping along Amadon Street, some traffic calming. So I think it's a great uh, project for the neighborhood. And this is where you see where TIFFs actually make a difference, right? Where there's, where there's a blighted area. What a great opportunity and a great compliment or a way to compliment the Riverside area. My wife and I were just driving through that area the night before last. And, you know, we're, we're real estate investors ourselves, but we understand you don't want any area too saturated with non-owner occupied homes. And she started pointing out three or four people that we know in their 20s, early 30s that, oh, you know, we were like, well, this must be kind of a hub for a lot of these young people. They don't have families yet. They like being close to downtown. And it really seems like that mixture of individuals, um, along with the folks that have lived there for 30 and 40 years, it really seems like it keeps the area nice and fresh. A lot of pride of ownership and, and glad to hear that. I think it works out well for everybody, the homeowners, the new people coming into the area, and, and as well as the non-owner occupied properties as well. And it, it brings up the whole area. So very yeah. excited to hear about that. Yeah, it does. You know, and I know people have a real... Uh, some folks have a real interest in TIFFs and how they work. And so there, we have information out on our uh, on Wichita.gov on our website that people can look at. And then I think we have a special video that we're going to post ahead of the meeting on Tuesday where um, Council Member Fry and Assistant City Manager Rigby talk about TIFFs and how they work. So that's a great way for people to find out more about that. And I'm glad to hear that you're doing that educational piece and Councilmember Fry and everybody's working on that because in the past, a lot of groups thought a TIF was a bad word. They thought, you know, they, they think of it's a big businessman coming in there and, and getting a privilege that everybody doesn't get. And they don't realize those dollars are actually just reinvested in the infrastructure of the neighborhood to make the area better for everybody. And it's, it's, it's a, it's something that everybody benefits from and not just the property owner that's approving the yeah, area. Absolutely. Absolutely. What else do we got going on next? Oh, week? We have a public hearing to consider a de-annexation of West 37th Street North and a portion of North Mays Road. Yeah. We also have an amendment 
to a speed limit ordinance. And I think this amendment is aimed at making it safer for pedestrians. We have so much pedestrian traffic and so much bicycle traffic out there. Uh, we need to be cognizant of, of them, but we need to make sure that the rules work fairly and, and so that people feel it easy when they're out there, whether walking or on a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're also going to get into our wholesale water agreement with Derby. You know, it was one thing whenever I got on the council several years ago is it really opened my eyes how that we aren't just a provider of water to the citizens of Wichita. We yeah. provide to a lot of our other neighboring suburbs and, and they depend on that. And we have agreements with that as well to try to keep water rates to our areas evenly as possible. But we do have a cost of delivery to get it to those individuals. Yeah, and so I think this uh, sounds like a fair agreement from what I've seen. I'm uh, anxious to look at it in more detail. Yeah, you, you know, um, I think every time we talk, Vice Mayor, it, it seems like COVID is, is here. It seems like it's touching more and more of us to people we know. Um, you, you know, the, the quarantines that, that um, we've had in the past, I don't know where we're headed with that. You know, I, I know as much as we talk about making this mandatory, making that mandatory, I think people are following the rules, but I'm afraid that we may have to um, step it up a little bit in, in our practices and just doing everything we can to try to be cognizant of, of good health of the, you know, it's such an awkward moment for me because I'm a touchy feely person and all day long people are trying to shake my hands and I try to do the fist bump and you always kind of get an awkward look like, are you too good to shake my hand? It's not that at all. I'm more worried about them than I am me. Just the guilt we'd have to carry if we knew that we got someone sick or we got one, someone sick that's got someone's elderly parents sick. It's just something that none of us want to want to carry. We want to make sure that, you know, we're doing everything we can to fight this horrible COVID and and whatever we can do to, you know, work together to try to keep each other healthy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we just want to ask people to continue to, you know, wash your hands a lot. I know sometimes that's hard to remember. Um, also, you know, social distance, like you said, people want to shake hands and all of that. But I think it's best if we stay, you know, six feet away from each other and, and wear your mask. That's important. Also, that again, that protects other people, doesn't protect us, protects other people around us. So let's all try to work hard on that. Get those numbers down. I think that's really important. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. You know, as beautiful as the weather is today, you wouldn't think the holidays are just slipping right up on us. But, I know. But, but, but they are. And, you know, you're seeing guidelines from the CDC on how many folks should meet at your house and so many people should be here. I will say that, you know, whether you're getting ready for Christmas shopping, Black Friday shopping, everything's going to look different this year. Yeah. And it is just the 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 norm for the short time. But but I, I have no doubt that it's going to carry us through the holidays. and um, we're all trying to live with COVID. Well, um, it, it, it's going to look differently. It's going to feel differently. Yeah, it is. But I also want to remind people if they are shopping for Christmas, for the holidays, um, please support our local businesses. I think uh, we've seen that this, um, the COVID pandemic has affected them. And so we really need to support them as much as we can. And many of them have carry out options, uh, drive up options, and online options. So take advantage of that. Good point. And along with that, we've got to figure out how we can support our local charities. Um, so many of them, Salvation Army, they depend on cash, they depend on money, dropping it in the bucket. Well, we've kind of got a twofold issue there. People aren't carrying cash anymore. They're paying everything with their debit card. And then they're really trying to social distance and staying away from everybody. So 
boy, you know, those, those charities are the ones that are hard pressed. And I'm not optimistic that their revenue stream is going to be strong this year. So boy, please keep them in your, in your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks, uh, council member Luboff for having me on today. This is great. I love these council chats. Yep. Absolutely. Vice mayor. Um, and I hope everybody gets out there to enjoy the beautiful weather. I'm going to say it again because we all live in Kansas and at any given day, it will not look like today. That's right. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. Thank you.